All right, welcome back to you all, everybody. I'm Aaron. Erica. And Vanessa. All right, so uh, we are actually recording. We're doing day drinking this time, which is good because, okay, so this week we're on episode, the 12th episode of season one, which is of K-Focused. And this episode, uh, the episode's called Whatever the Case May Be, so we're drinking Whatever the Case May Bellinis. (laughs) Which, yeah. like I said, is a good choice because we're actually recording this during the day. Uh, and champagne's a good day yep. drinking it's drink. It's acceptable to drink champagne for breakfast, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How are you liking the drink? It's guys? good. I like it. Um, Same. Uh, so, Vanessa, you probably did the most actual, like, a, a thorough, correct job with the recipe. Do you want to give, like, how you made your recipe before we tell you how Erica, how we made our hobo version <laughs> sure. of it? I Well, the recipe you sent me, I didn't look up to see if there were any other versions, but the one you sent me said to use white peaches, which we didn't have, or I couldn't find in the stores. So I used yellow peaches, but I boiled them uh, just to get them a little soft, and so the skin is easily peeled off, and um, boiled them, and then put them in ice water, and then I put them in a blender and blended them up. I did add a little bit of honey to my puree because they were kind of hard so i don't think they were as sweet as they should have been but um yeah and i and then i added them to my kirkland prosecco (laughs) you actually got kirkland was is it like a huge bottle no it's a normal bottle oh okay how much was that seven dollars damn how much was the one that you got 15 Okay, well, Costco is definitely the way to go yeah. for that. Yeah, but I didn't um, have to go inside. And then it was like, I think it says two ounces, so it's well, yeah. I would just put like two little spoonfuls in there yeah, of yeah. the. Yeah, I did like two spoonfuls and then filled the rest up with champagne. Yeah, yeah. same. Okay, so you want to tell them, tell them, tell them what? Um, you did? <laughs> so I forgot about the drink until probably about midnight last night, and then I was like, oh crap, I gotta get prosecco, I gotta get puree. Where am I gonna get that in time? To where, like, I have time to get this all figured out for all of us. So, um, I did the lazy man's way, and I just ordered everything from Target Pickup, which is, like, my new favorite thing. It's amazing. If you haven't done it yet, you should. You literally don't have to roll down your window, use a mask, anything. Zero contact. You just put it in your trunk it's for amazing. you? Yes. I love nice. it. Um, so, I... Looked all over for puree at Target because I was like, they they also have groceries. They're they're getting me the prosecco. Like they should have stuff there. Um, they don't. And the only thing that kept popping up was this lovely peach. Is it baby food? <laughs> Gerber baby food. It's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> and the ingredients are peaches, peach puree, water, peach puree concentrate, vitamin C, and absorbic acid. So yeah. I mean, that works. Yeah. We're yeah. just taking two little spoonfuls <laughs> of the, the peach version. Gerber baby food and putting it with our champagne. I would have not even thought about that. <laughs> Me neither. I sort of been like, okay, well, we're just going to pretend. But no. <laughs> that's pretty clever. So, yeah, that, that's our that's our um, peach puree for today. Nice. Okay, so. Uh, and it looks the same as yours. It does yeah. look the same. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty proud of. It does. I don't think it tastes the same, though. I bet yours tastes better. <clears throat> it tastes like champagne with a little bit of peach in it. Yeah, that's what ours tastes like too. Yeah. Um. Okay, so a little bit of episode info before we get started. Uh, like I said, today we're on episode twelve of season one, titled "Whatever the Case May Be." This episode is Kate centric. 
It originally aired January 5th, 2005 with 21.6 million viewers. Whoa. Like, and it was the highest rated episode of the season, which makes sense since we were coming off the episode where Clara gets kidnapped mm-hmm. by Ethan. So I'm assuming people were just coming in there like, oh, hell yeah. Like, sh- it's getting crazy. Yeah. But uh, the episode was written by the sh- uh, showrunner Damon Lindelof and with Jennifer Johnson and was directed by Jack Bender. It takes place on days 22 and 21 and 22 on the island. So about a week has passed since the last episode because the last one was on uh, day 16. Yeah. And then the trailer we watched for this episode promised us a wild ride kind of like they all do though. <laughs> but this one's about Kate who I think has been sort of like for me because I was thinking about kind of been like pushed to the background for the last couple episodes. Like she's still there and she's still but not as like. Probably. Compared to the start of the season where she, like, was in everything very prominently. Yeah. But do we need to – our thoughts about Kate going forward? Do we need to express those? Have we been, have we been pretty, like, upfront about we've this? We've been pretty upfront. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I kind of wanted a recap of the uh, preview as to what we were expecting this episode to be. Uh, you want to watch the preview? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sorry. I don't remember what the preview for Oh, I should probably get the Watch Together thing this week. up anyway. Here, let me see you was supposed to look like because coming off of that Kate episode and getting <clears throat> or not Kate Claire episode and getting this episode, I think oh, I was Jack. The last one was Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're coming off of an episode where oh, yeah, Claire yeah, just yeah, got kidnapped got, yeah. and you're getting this. I think I would be a little pissed. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I nothing about happens. That at the end. Yeah, like this is your typical nothing happens Kate episode. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be it's it's gonna get crazy coming off last week. But anyway, any thoughts before we go into the episode? No, I'll save my thoughts for afterwards. <laughs> okay, okay. So we start off in the jungle with Kate up in a tree collecting fruit. She climbs down and stops when she uh and starts walking away. But she stops when she hears branches breaking behind her. So she tosses a rock in the bushes and just nails Sawyer. She asks him if he's stalking her. He's like, "Oh, dang! Come on, girl, I was protecting you." And then starts complaining about how she hurt his knee. He tells her that she shouldn't be out there alone after what happened to Claire, and she tells him that she's fine and can take care of herself, which is kind of fucking stupid, considering that Ethan kidnapped both Charlie and Claire at the same time, and then also beat the shit out of Jack. But, like, I, maybe Kate, I, 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 the, no, the whole time I was watching this, I was like, you're stupid, after what just happened, I'm sorry, woman empowerment, whatever, but you're just being dumb, and this is how people get kidnapped because they think they can do something and you know they're not they can't and uh it was like she's just dumb but i kind of like when sawyer came out and was like i'm protect you shouldn't be out here but i was like okay points for sawyer he's i still he's still you know he's still jackass creepy and creepy <laughs> but points for sawyer for trying to protect her um I, and are we sure that she couldn't take jack because you never know like <laughs> i feel like it might be kind of a close fight maybe who knows I thought it was funny where he was like, me, Kate, me, throw rock. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So she uh, she she stops him because uh, like they're he's complaining. She stops him because she she hears running water. So they both kind of push through some bushes and find a little lake with a waterfall, which, man, Hawaii is nice. Yeah. (laughs) We also get uh, the nickname because he calls her Freckles. So Sawyer takes off his shirt, which I'm sure Kate didn't hate, but probably gave Erica a little bit of a boner. And then he tells Kate, come on, girl, let's go for a swim. So she takes off her pants and they go in and they climb the rocks. They jump in. And then while they're underwater, they kind of start getting a little flirty until they notice some of their fellow plane passengers at the bottom of the lake. 
Ooh. They're still strapped to the seats and the guy holding on to the lady's hand, which was a little sad. Mm, yeah. It was sad, but gross. It yeah. was so gross. Like, why was your immediate reaction not to get out? That's what they did. They no. Were, well, they went up for air. They go up for air and then they decide to go back in. Okay, My- so- they go swim around the bodies that are decomposing <sighs> and like, so, gross. So you the- had that in your mouth. Your eyes are open. <laughs> I would be so grossed <laughs> yeah, out. Me too. The screen goes black and we get the... And man, this episode starts out with such promise, like with that, like you're like, oh, damn, stuff's going to get crazy. But yeah, whatever. Um, they come up for air, like you said. Uh, then Sawyer says he's going to check out what they have on them, dives back down and starts going to the dude's pockets when Kate notices a briefcase under one of the seats. So they come back up again and she tells him that uh, to help. She she pretty much says, hey, help me get the briefcase out from under the seats because it's hers. They dive back under and he doesn't so much help as he does it himself. And then they come back up and he hands it to her. And then he kind of notices, by the way, that she's looking at it, that it isn't hers. And she said, and she says that it's not. So he says, he's like, fine, then I'm taking it then. And then she does like a horrible job of pretending she doesn't care. So he asks her what's in it. But she tries and fails to play it off kind of cool. And I think I remember like right here, I remember like this was one of the episodes where I noticed that I'm not like a big fan of Kate, which we'll get into. We can get, well, we'll talk about later. But any any thoughts about this scene before we move on? Nothing. Just the second freckles. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, she just... Which irritated me throughout the whole thing. She's horrible at acting like she doesn't Ugh. care and... I mean, manipulating people? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And she's so, she's so like, you know, I'm better than everybody else or I'm so righteous. And then she's trying to play everybody else too. Yeah. So... We go over to the beach as the castaways are pulling luggage that's been washed out into the ocean. Saeed says, uh, I think he's talking to Jack and he says that the tides are shifting uh, so suddenly and rising in such a short time that that and it's not normal. And Jack's like, yeah, well, there's a monster in the jungle, man. This place is fucked up. (laughs) And then he mentions that the fuselage is going to be underwater in a couple days and they need to get the stuff off the beach before nightfall and then move up the coast. And then Jack tries to sell Saeed on the rape caves and Saeed's like, oh, you mean the caves where the super cute pregnant girl was kidnapped? Those caves? Are those caves you mean? Huh? Like, wait, man, where are you going? Why are you walking away? Answer my question. And Jack's like, Jack tells him that he wants, kind of like brushes that off and says that he uh, wants Saeed to take him to Rousseau so she can help them find Claire. And Saeed tells him, he's like, basically like, her mind is gone. And then the whispers he heard in the jungle were probably the wind playing tricks. So Jack asks about the maps and documents he took from the, from, from the French lady. And Saeed says that maybe, uh, he tells him that he's having trouble decrypting them, especially since they're in French. And maybe that, and that maybe some things are best left untranslated. And Jack's like, I don't know, man. Look at Charlie. And he points at him and just looks sad as fuck. Mm-hmm. He looks pretty depressed. Yeah. I mean, getting strung up in a tree will probably do that to you. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially if you're thirsty as fuck. And then the one girl that's kind of responding to it, like reciprocating, <laughs> gets kidnapped, you know? That suck. I don't really think that was his it's problem. It's like when the at girl you point, like gets but... transferred and you're like, fuck, let's start all over. <laughs> you put in so much work. Exactly. <laughs> I really think that was the furthest yeah. thing from his mind. <laughs> I mean, that's not the furthest thing. No, anyway. I think he, you know, I think he's worried about her and he's sad about her, but I don't think he was super worried about. I gotta start all over starting again. Starting all over again. <laughs> yeah. I think he was a little bit more worried about the fact that, uh, 
He had to start all over again as far as his heart getting stopped. Yeah. And, like dying for a minute. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, so we go to Boone and Shannon on the beach with her asking him what he's been doing in, uh, with Locke in the jungle before making a gay joke. Which she's been obviously very helpful to everyone. Yeah, so he tells yeah. her that they're looking for Claire and then fires back at her by saying that everyone thinks they're a joke. And at least he's trying to contribute and then calls her a fucking useless waste of space that's going to die alone. Which but that's me paraphrasing. Pop me kettle. Like, you useless <laughs> piece of nothing pins. And you want to call her Yeah, useless? but he's, I think he was using it. Well, first of all, she just made a gay joke at him. So I think he's kind of like firing back. And then secondly, like, he's being like, dude, at least I'm doing something with Locke here. He is doing a lot more than she- I mean, everybody, the dog is doing more than Shannon is at yeah. this point. <laughs> the aliens in the jungle are doing more than Shannon is. <laughs> But I mean, also, he lied to her. They're not really looking for Claire. They're playing around with whatever they found last time. So they're really not being useful. They are. Maybe Maybe there's... They are. Like- I, I don't think it's the type of useful he's letting everybody think he's being. Yeah. But there is something going on with that, whatever it is in the jungle. Yeah. Maybe there's like a... There's an airplane in there. And they're like, oh, yeah, there's like an airplane in here. What... With, you know, fuel and a pilot. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, later that night, we see Kate by a fire as Sawyer walks by with the briefcase and we get our first flashback. Kate at a bank uh, and the manager guy calling her Miss Ryan. She's she's in New Mexico. So she's in New Mexico and she tells him she's a photographer and gets like a tiny bit flirty. But I'm sure it's like super flirty in his eyes because, you know, dudes are like, oh, she wants it. But uh, right then... Uh, few dudes bust in the bank and start firing their guns because they're in there to rob that shit. So they force everyone to the ground, including Kate, and then grab the manager and tell him to open the money cage as we get another go back to the beach. Uh, As Kate enters uh, Sawyer's tent, who's asleep, and she tries to grab the briefcase, which is between his legs. He wakes up, grabs her, and she's all like, get off me. He reminds her that she's on top of him. And he makes a sex joke, so she headbutts him before standing up. Then he makes another sex joke as she once again demands the briefcase, but he tells her no. We also get a couple possible nicknames. Like, I caught Sweetheart. Does woman count? I counted woman. Okay. You so did? Okay. Woman counts. Well, when I first saw it, I was like, why the heck is he sleeping with a briefcase between his legs? And I was like, oh, okay. He was, he wanted to get Kate between his legs. That's not what he wants between <laughs> his legs. <laughs> was he, do you think he was actually asleep though? No. No. Was he just kind of waiting for Kate to come in there because he knew yeah, yeah. she was going to come in? I think he would have slept with it between his legs just because he's everybody wants to take what he has and he knows Kate wants it. So I True. think that was legitimate. He didn't want her to take it, but I don't think he was asleep. His reaction was too quick. Plus, like, how soon is this after he she just watched him? Well, she just watched him walk over there. Like, yeah. how soon was this after she just watched that? And I feel like he walked probably walked in front of her. With the briefcase on purpose or walk yeah, behind it. Like, definitely. For sure. Because <laughs> that's the type of person he seems yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, so uh, the next day on the beach, we see Shannon proving how useful she is by once again sunbathing. And man, good thing there weren't any 13-year-olds there that survived that crash because you can almost guarantee one of those boys would be watching her. Watching her from the bushes, you know? <laughs> I mean, they're small. I was thinking that's when, true. <laughs> when uh, this scene came up. She probably has the best job out of the entire cast. She basically has to lay on the beach and sunbathe the entire time. True. She rarely has lines. Like, she, you know. Yeah, she just lays in the sun. 
Well, I think they I think they want lines though. Yeah, but even if she like were for, to forget a line, all she would have to do is just like give a dirty look and like some <laughs> snide little <laughs> and she would be right on board, like right yeah, right where she needed to be. True. So she flips over and undoes her top so she doesn't get lines, right? Is that why you do that? Tan lines. Like tan lines. And then Said walks up to her. Instead of throwing water on her so she can sit up real fast, he tells her that they're pretty close to the equator. So she's going to get burnt as fuck if she's not careful. So then she maybe gets a little flirty, kind of. And I'm not sure if that's just the way she acts with most dudes because most guys are fucking chumps and will do what what a pretty girl wants. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I've done the same before. When they smile, they're like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> no problem. But uh, she asks, he asks her if she can help him translate uh, Russo's papers and she asks him if Boone told Saeed to ask her to do that. He says no and she tells him she can't do it but he asks her to please try. At least try. I just think she is I mean we already know this. She's very selfish. Like all you have to do is look at a piece of paper and see if you can translate it. Even if you don't speak good French. Like why are you putting up a fight? She has to fight everything. It's it's annoying. I, I think. I think her confidence has been. Kind yeah, of I, th- I think. Shot I think. Boone just Boone fucking insulted her. Telling yeah. her that she's useless and that she doesn't really know. Well, even more reason for her to like try to prove herself or show that she cares and wants to help out. I think when you've been told you're useless so many times, and if you honestly don't think you know French, I I think. You don't want to fuck it up. Yeah, you don't want to fuck it up. It seems like it's a very important job, and she probably quite literally just doesn't even want to try at that point. Yeah. Um. So we go back to Sawyer's tent, and where he's trying to pick the lock with what looks like a hairpin, I think. Yeah. Uh, Michael walks by, and he says he, that he won't be able to pick the lock because it's a, it's a Halliburton case, and Sawyer calls him Daddy before <laughs> he tells him that there isn't a lock he can't pick. Hurley asks Michael what he's, what Sawyer's trying to do, and then begins laughing at him when Michael tells him <laughs> he's trying to pick a Halliburton lock. And then Michael tells uh, Sawyer that the only way he's going to be able to open that lock without a key is by pure force and to hit it with, like, a sledgehammer or the axe or something. Are we counting Daddy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so then we go to the jungle where Boone actually has the axe, so he walks up to Locke with it. Locke asks Boone if anyone saw him take it, and Boone's like, I don't think so, so Locke gives him that that parent response has like, is it a no or is it? I don't think so. Like, come on, man. Moon tells him no. And uh, no one saw him. And then Locke says, okay, let's get to work. Back at the beach, Rose walks up to Charlie. Who's taken over the pouty looks for this from Kate for this episode. Apparently she says hi to him and he ignores her. So she basically scolds him for being rude, which was great. Mm-hmm. He's like, pardon me. And she tells him that everyone is helping move stuff up, uh, like off the beach and up the beach, except for him. And then tells, him to help her move whatever it is that she's moving, which he kind of does reluctantly. She tells him what's up. Yeah. Look, baby, yeah. everybody's got a sob story. I bet you I got worse ones than you. Get your ass up and help me. Oh, it's nice. Uh, one mute to another. She's giving advice. <laughs> yeah. She was yeah. the same way when they, when they first crashed. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, so, uh, over in the jungle, Sawyer is banging the briefcase against a rock again and again before he gets the idea to drop it up from the top of a tree. So he goes up there and drops it and it doesn't open, but Kate runs up and grabs it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, while he's stuck in the tree and gives him a little smile before she runs away, which was, which is pretty funny. It's like little kids. They're like little kids. Yeah. 
So he begins chasing her through the jungle and finally catches up with her and tackles her and calls her freckles. Mm -hmm. He then makes another sex joke, so she headbutts him again. He tells her that if she want uh, that if she tells him what's inside of it, that he'll give that he'll give her the case. But she still tries to pointless, pointlessly grab it from him, so he doesn't end up giving it to her. He walks away, getting another, and then flashback to the bank again. The robber, bank robber dude, is demanding the money. Kate from the still demanding it from the bank manager. The guy next to Kate tells her that he's like he's like I think I could take him, and then charges one of the robbers, grabs them, and his gun. Uh, grabs him and then the robber drops his gun and it kind of falls towards Kate. The guy that gr- the the hero guy uh, tells Kate to grab the gun. He's like, "Shoot the guy! Shoot him! Shoot him!" So Kate picks it up and then plays kind of plays stupid and she's like, tries to shoot it, but the safety's on. She's like, "I don't know how to use a gun." Before the head guy grabs her and then like throws her in the manager's office. Uh, and then once they're in there, he takes off his mask and gives her. I don't know how to use a gun, huh? And then they start like their makeout sesh. Mm-hmm. And he keeps calling her Maggie. Yeah, and he keeps calling her Maggie. True. Uh, back on the beach, Shannon is trying to help Saeed with the French lady documents and tells him that she can't. She's like, I can't do this. So he tells her that she can if she tries and he asks where she learned French. She says from a dude in Saint-Tropez and they kind of start getting a little flirty a little bit. And then he's like, shows off those long ass fingernails of his. He's like, check it (laughs) out. You know, which at this point, that kind of makes sense. But I thought he made. There's obviously though, there's obviously a nail clipper because they haven't gotten longer. You could bite your nails, though, but his nails are pretty nice. They're, like... Are they actually... Yeah, but... I mean, as far as, like, they're not bitten. They're filed down nicely and cut. They're not, like, I've been living on an island for three weeks type of nails. Okay. Okay. Uh, So, uh... He builds her confidence a little bit, though, I felt. like. Yeah, he's just being kind of flirty back. kind of flirty, but, I mean, at the same time, he's, like, you know, that's the best way to learn the language. You can do it. I bet you know more than you think you do. Like, you know. Uh, so, over in the caves, Jack walks up to Sun and asks her what the plant, uh, what the plant that she has her for. So, she kind of, like, mimes a headache. She's like, oh, headache. And, uh... Kay runs up to him and says they have a problem, and Jack's response is great. And he's just like, we have a problem or you have a problem? And then she, Kate kind of sees that Sun's there, but it's like, eh, this girl doesn't know what I'm saying. And then tells Jack that the briefcase was the marshals had died, and the airline wouldn't let him bring it in, bring it on the plane. And then they made him check it because it has guns in it. So Jack asks uh, where the case is. She says that Sawyer has it, but uh, hasn't been able to open it. And then she tells him that the key for it is in the marshal's wallet, who Jack buried. So she asks Jack where he's buried, and Jack's like, dude, like, how about we not pretend that I'm stupid and you tell me what else is in the fucking case? Mm-hmm. Smartest thing he said all season. Exactly. Like, she has a horrible job of lying to him because, damn, like, I don't understand how people don't get that if you're going to lie to someone, you need to at least keep eye contact. I love how he's very disenchanted by her at this point. Yes. Where he completely just keeps calling her on her shit repeatedly. Like, and she looks guilty because she's obviously yeah, lying to him because yeah. she, she starts yeah. looking down, but, you know. It's not like she was a wanted criminal for lying, so you know maybe that's. I just not thought how she thing. literally just thought she was going to flirt her way into him. Yeah, she wasn't really like, flirting, fixing everything for him. I think she well, just thought like, she. We have a problem, and like, can you? Go she help wasn't me doing fix it like it? that, though. She was being serious. No, she wasn't. She was being serious. I think she just thinks that Jack is infatuated with her, and that if yes. she asks, he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. She wasn't being flirty. She was being yeah. direct, ish. Yeah. Sort of. She was leaving out a lot of details. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Jack tells her he'll only help her if they open the briefcase together, and then she agrees. So go back to the beach with Charlie still helping Rose move stuff, and Charlie asks her why she looks so happy when shit sucks so bad. 
But uh, Rose cuts him off by telling him that nobody blames him for what happened to Claire, which, poor Charlie. I mean, I don't think anybody does. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, he probably feels he couldn't protect her, so. Yeah. He promised he would. Yeah. That's true. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Back in the jungle, Kate and Jack arrive at the marshal's grave. Kate asks why he didn't just burn him, the marshal, in the fuselage with the others. And Jack is like, because I need to bury him. But damn, that's fucking cold. Like, geez. So (laughs) they start digging him up and get a... Flashback once again to the bank where the guy she was making out with hits her to make it look real. And then drags her back to everyone else and tells the manager who he calls Mr. Manager. It reminded me of the rest of the development where the kid keeps calling himself Mr. Manager. He's like, don't call it. And his dad's like, stop calling yourself dad. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> he holds where it's Mr. Sir. Yeah, well, he just he keeps calling. He's like, oh, Mr. Manager here, huh? And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm Mr. Manager. He's like, no, just, just manager. Just manager. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, he threatens to kill Kate, so the manager agrees to give him the key as we go back to the marshal's grave with them finally reaching him, and he's stanky as fuck. Okay, this is when I text you. I was like, that I mean, I don't know anything about decomposed bodies, but I actually googled what does a decomposed body look like after, because I I didn't know what what point we were. Did they show him? Yeah, they showed him. Okay, so this is what twenty twenty two days is that what I said? Yeah. So it's about what three, three weeks? weeks. He didn't he didn't die right away though. Yeah, and like, he didn't even I die. So say... I okay, so well that was on like day... maybe two weeks. No, it wasn't a week. I don't... It was at okay. At least say... two, two and a half. Two, two weeks. weeks, and I yeah. so two two and a half weeks. That's yeah, good. that's what I googled. Like, what does I'm like? Oh god, I hope the FBI aren't watching me right now. Uh, Did <laughs> yeah, but the only thing I could find, I even looked for pictures. And I couldn't, they didn't. Of course. <laughs> I didn't look that hard, but um, the only thing it said was about two weeks, your nails and teeth start falling out. And I was like, he looks a little more decomposed than I feel like two weeks. Um, I, I didn't think the didn't weather really would contribute to that a little bit too. He's not in he, a coffin. He's just out. Oh, well, I actually you know. Googled like what it looks like when somebody is buried in dirt and not embalmed. Yeah. You got specific. I, yes, I had to be. There's, you know, bugs. It's a tropical climate. Yeah. I just feel like there's possibility for a little bit faster decomp there than yeah, normal. True. But was it, like, now I want to look. Was it really, like, that much to where you're like, whew, that is, like, he's been there for a few months. Uh, It didn't, from what, I, I only looked briefly. It didn't really give, from what I saw, there weren't a lot of details and I couldn't find any pictures. Well, like of him, though, like, like of the marshal, did it show him? Yeah, you couldn't tell it was him. He okay. was brown. It was all brown. It like, looked yeah, rotty. He didn't really show much. He was brown? I mean, yeah. he was covered in dirt. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just feel like I don't think he would be yeah, a skeleton at no, this point. No, definitely not a skeleton. <laughs> like, you know, hopefully. I would think maybe a little mummified, maybe. just no, because. two weeks. I just mean, like, his clothing and stuff are going to start to stick to him a little bit, especially with how much moisture is out there and stuff. Like, I don't I think... thought he would have looked better than what they showed. Oh. I felt like they showed too far of a... A little too far decomp. Yeah, yeah. but... I don't know. I'll have to bury something and see. <laughs> Try it out. I mean, yeah, I was like, I, I have no idea. Any, any, we have kind of like a little sad graveyard thing in the backyard at my parents' house. Yeah, we did when I was growing up. All, like our pets that died. 
we we have like little fairy like um houses what do you want to call the no like little they're like solar fairy yard fixtures oh that like mark the graves of, of like all the pets all, yeah yeah but like you know, we actually like had a little funeral and buried them in boxes and wrapped them up. Like yeah. we didn't just throw them in the dirt. <laughs> You're talking about yeah. animals. So, did you dig them back up? No, them? I would never. We like, lived in seems... our house for a long time, like in my childhood house. We lived there for a very long time, and I was like, if anybody whoever lives here afterwards, if they ever try to do anything in the backyard and like renovate it or whatever, they're gonna find. Because I always had lots of cats. We always had dogs. We had chickens. Are you guys actually buried them? Yeah, we buried them. There's going to be bones all over the place. Yeah, there is. They dig a pool or something like that? Not that there's room back there. Yeah, the backyard isn't... Well, unless it's not even that big. So if they did dig anywhere, there would probably be something. (laughs) There's for sure at least two guinea pigs, a hamster, and a cat. At least... So we go back to Marshall's grave. He's a stinky. She gets the wallet and she opens it up. Uh, there's a bunch of maggots in it, so she drops it. Jack picks it up, looks at it, looks through it, but tells her the key isn't in there. Kate Colt kind of pulls like a tummy boy, like, what'd you do? <laughs> like uh, like with her, like her reaction is like, it isn't? No, you don't say. But Jack calls her on her shit and tells her good try for trying to sneak it. Mm-hmm. Glad he called her out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, gr- he grabs her hand, which is closed, tells her to open it, and she does. And what do you know? She has the key. Yeah. I was like thinking the guy, this dude will do almost anything to protect you, and you're lying to him. That's true. Yeah. That's yes. like the number one way to get him to stop being on your side. Yeah. Which is why I think at the end of the episode. But yeah. But so she tries to explain herself. Uh, but Jack's like, can it, lady? And then grabs a key from her and kind of walks away. Back at the beach, Shannon is still with Saeed and finally translating shit. But Saeed is getting frustrated with, with her because what she's translating doesn't really make sense. But Shannon says there's something that seems... She's like, yeah, there's something that kind of seems familiar about what she's the stuff that she's translating. So he kind of like dickishly says that... She's like, what you're telling me is... You've been telling me nonsense for the last hour. And Shannon like rightfully... Like rightly sticks up for herself by saying... She's like, I told you my French sucked. And come on, bro. With this, We both know like this French lady is... Not all there. She's a little. She's a little crazy. So Saeed responds by throwing a hissy fit and saying, "I'm. I'm done. We're. We're done here. I don't want to play with you anymore." Yeah, basically, taking my toys into my yeah. other sandbox and starts gathering his papers. And Shannon fires back, "Well, yeah, don't forget that. I, you know, I'm useless." And kind of like walks away. And you can Saeed kind of feels yeah. bad for himself. Like she runs off. But uh, over at Sawyer's tent, Jack walks up. Asks him for the briefcase and tells him that tells Sawyer that he's going to give it to him or he'll stop giving him the antibiotics that he's using for his arm wound, and he does a great fucking job of selling it to him by telling Sawyer exactly what'll happen to him if Jack doesn't keep giving him the medication and the infection his infection flares up. Uh, Sawyer asks if Kate told him what's inside. Jack says no. Sawyer hands over the briefcase, but not before saying, "I don't know how she convinced you to help her, but trust me, she's lying to you." He called him doctor, but that doesn't count, right? Because he's a I doctor. I didn't think so. Because it, it wasn't doc. It wasn't like him messing yeah, around. He, he was just kind of like, doctor? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, we also get a doctor, but yeah, that doesn't count. But he does call him brother. He does. Yes. He says brother is the last one of the last things, which I'd say does count, right? Obviously, so that's not his brother. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> uh, 
But so Jack walks up to Kate, who's once again pouting at the ocean, tells her that he can like it's time to open. Let's open the briefcase together. She's like, you still want to open it with me? He's like, yeah, I already said we would like and I keep my damn word. And then we get another flashback to the bank vault. The robber dude enters with the manager and Kate. The manager tells him uh, that since they let him, he's like, we let you in and let the girl go. But that dickwad robber robber is and that's the the head the guy's in charge is like bro she's with us and it was her idea and then the doofus takes off his fucking mask which at first i was like what an idiot now i can identify you but then i realized oh he's about to kill the guy so i mean he doesn't give a shit that he sees him but um so kate grabs one of the other bank robber guys guns and points it at her makeout buddy tells him that if he shoots the bank manager she's gonna shoot him the guy kind of tries to call her bluff, so she shoots him in the leg and then shoots one of the other robber dudes that runs in. Uh, and then she tells the manager that she needs to access box 815, which is the same number as the flight, by the way, oh, if you really? didn't catch that. I did not catch that. Yeah, it's the same number as as their flight that they were on. Uh, but he tells her that in order to get in there, she'd need the customer key. So she produces it, and the manager's like, yo, why didn't you just ask then? And she's like, because it's not – she basically says it's not my key. Like, I'm not on the I'm not on the thing. So. Authorized. Yeah. yeah, I'm not authorized yeah. for it. Uh, the guy – oh, by the way, I ended up finally looking, and I sort of fa- – like, I have to I, – I did a quick search because I think last time we watched this, I was like, wait, where the fuck did she get that key from? Because she has the key, but it doesn't ever say how she got it, and I – I'm not sure if it shows it with her next flashback or not or how she got it, but I kind of looked it up and there's kind of an answer, but they're like, it's great because it's, I think it was a couple few years old, but they're kind of arguing with each other mm. on the, the message board oh, that I found. Like how she. Yeah. Learned. And I, so I didn't get a definite answer. I need to actually look into it more, but I'm, I'm assuming it's with the next, like her next flashback. I think she has one more this season, but uh, anyway, so the guy she's making out with is like, you put me up to this to get into the safe. Like into a safe deposit box. So he's like, I'll kill you, Maggie. And she's like, bitch, my name ain't Maggie. And then has the bank manager grab the box as we go back. Any thoughts on that little scene? No. Just further solidified how irritating she is. Okay. Yeah, I was... I mean, I, we have. I have to... I feel like there's more to know there of... She's playing these bank robbers. And she's robbing a bank. And like... There's sort of? Because she she's, you know, in cahoots with these bank robbers, but she's in cahoots with them possibly just because she wants to get whatever's in the box. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't really care too much about Kate, but I feel like there is more there to the story, obviously. Yeah. Uh, someone actually made, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mention this now because I'm going to forget it later, but uh, I was reading a review for the episode and someone made a good point. That this episode, they, they, I mean, they couldn't have done it then because it, they didn't have this stuff then. But this episode is a great example of um, how, I, wanna, I, don't wanna, I don't know if I want to say the producers of the network, with their marketing, they would use hashtag. It, they called it a hashtag episode. So uh, an episode to where you use a hashtag, like, what was it, like, what's what's in the what's in this box basically what's in the briefcase kate's kate's airplane and like hashtag kate's airplane like just using hashtags to get like a not response for like buzz for the episode Mm -hmm. basically for the show but i was like yeah that makes sense but this show also has a lot of that so anyway but uh so we go back to jack and kate in the jungle where he's opening the case it's uh and it's the stuff like the stuff that's in there is the stuff that she said was going to be in there plus her 
uh, like an envelope that is marked personal effects. So he grabs an envelope out of that and then hands it to her and she opens it and it's just a toy plane. He asks <laughs> he he asks her what it is, but she keeps refusing to tell him. He then starts demanding the truth from her and she eventually tells him that it belonged to the man she loved uh, before finally telling him that it belongs to the man that she killed. And then she begins crying. And I felt kind of bad here, for her right here, but like... I was alone in that feeling because Jack does not give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, he just packs up the rest of the stuff. And he packs up the rest of the stuff that was in the briefcase and takes a quick look at her before getting the fuck out of there. Just, like, annoyed, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I kind of felt bad to it for her because she lost somebody, obviously, that she loved. And the, So you do know. you think it was the same person, then? No, I think, no. I think, I don't think it was the guy in the bank. No, no, I mean, oh. you think that the, the person that she loved was the person that she killed? Like, it was the same person that she was talking about? Um, I don't know, but I feel like it's one of those situations where she didn't, she didn't kill him. Maybe she thinks that one of her actions led to somebody dying or you know where you feel guilty because yeah. I said something mean and then this person yeah, went and died. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I think it's like more of a guilty feeling than I actually killed somebody. So I think she's being dramatic, but then I'm like, well, she still did lose somebody, but yeah, she's just being overly dramatic. I think the first time I watched it, I thought she was being truthful with saying that it belonged to the man she loved. And I felt like she just yelled, it belonged to the man I killed just, just to satisfy just Jack, Jack to leave him alone. Like, cause he obviously wasn't taking her answer. <laughs> no, yeah. And so I think she just, like, when I first watched it, I thought she just threw out what she thought he wanted to hear to leave her alone. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, like, oh, he'll believe this. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I kind of took it both ways. So, like, that, that like, one was true with the other, but... I just liked that he just was like, all right, well, have a nice cry. Yeah. Last time I help you out. See ya. <laughs> just packs the case up and walks out. Uh, so over at the beach, we see the people, the beach people finishing moving their stuff. And then a little while later, we see Charlie sitting with Rose in front of a fire. They begin talking about her husband and she's like, she pretty much says, he'll be back. He's not dead. And Charlie kind of gives her like a, he's like, what is on dead? She's like, no, you got it. Like and what she says, she's like, there's a thin line between faith and delusion, basically, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. it's a good line. Uh, so Charlie begins to break down a little and then. Asks her for help, but Rose says that she's not the one that can help him and then begins to pray with him, which I'm sure was actually comforting for Charlie because he seems like he used to be pretty religious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, I am curious how well that would have went over with if this person was, like, an atheist, though, and they're like, this fucking lady, I just asked her for help and she's doing this. But, yes, in that situation, it was very comforting. I'm sure it was very comforting for him. Yeah. But uh, over another at another fire, Shannon walks up to Saeed. And tells him a story about the French guy that she dated, the San Tropez guy, and about how he had a kid that used to watch what I'm assuming was Finding Nemo, because the way she described it, it sounded like. But mm-hmm. I, I know I know it didn't have that song in it. I don't remember what she described. She she described it as uh, this fish a fish movie, a fish cartoon that he used to watch over and over again. And she said one of the songs with the uh, uh, were the French stuff that she was translating, right? Mm-hmm. Was this, it was, so it was a song. She's basically telling him that it was a song. Yeah. yeah. They, well, they add things for foreign versions. So they'll change parts of movies and add things into it. Yeah. She then starts like singing in French, which is super easy to do if you really want to, right? 
Yeah, you do it. She was like, Solevu savates, Bosevulu suvade. That that might be French. That might not. I don't know. It's just really easy for me to sing in French. So, I don't know why that sounds like French. And it sounds like Mexican and French, like Spanish and French mixed together. You should have just gone with uh, fully. Frere Jacques, no, Frere well that. But the what's the um the song where pink and oh yeah, Moulet uh, uh, Vuvush, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll I can't remember what it's just called. Murder it, but Lady Marmalade, Light Lady, yeah, Marmalade. Lady Marmalade. They're talking about yeah. threesomes or something. Uh, so. Uh, so then we we see uh, Boone watching him like a fucking creep. Creepy. <laughs> it was so creepy. <laughs> he has been taking his lessons from Locke for sure. <laughs> oh, God. Get him away from Locke. <laughs> creepy ass pins just sitting there like a serial killer in the corner. And then it would be great if you see a, uh, like the, that shot of him and then going over to Locke, like watching him like, yep, that's yep. my boy. That's yep. my boy right there. I taught him uh, well. <laughs> yeah. Before we see, uh, then we go and we see Jack walking past Kate who and he stops for a second. It seems like he's considering talking to her before deciding like, nah, fuck that noise. And then just keeps on walking. But then we see, uh, we wrap up with Kate looking at a toy airplane. Basically. I'm just being pouty as fuck. Yeah, she's kind of looking and sad. This thinking. is one of the few, few episodes that didn't end with like a or No, anything. yeah. Like Some of those just, end with, that, with, with just silence. Just goes, you know, but to yeah. the ending music. That's it. Okay, so we can do initial thoughts about the episode, but I figured we can go with like by character. Does that work? Yeah. Okay, so we start with Kate. Like, who wants to start with Kate? I'll go. Okay. <laughs> I really want to know how important this airplane is that you're willing to rob a bank for it. Okay. Like, how deep is it, really? Or what is, I, what is it, basically? Yeah. I guess my question is, why is the airplane in a safety deposit box to begin with? Yeah. And why... That's a good question. I don't like, think so. Is it made out of gold? Like, what the fuck? Like, why is <laughs> no, this airplane... No, you can put whatever in a safety I know you box. can. I'm just saying, why is this airplane in a safety deposit box... Why does she know about it, and why is it so important to her, even though she isn't allowed? I can't actually remember if to they be said near why. I'm curious now. All of a sudden, and I, I, I don't know when these came along, but USB. If there was something on a USB, you know how they make those USBs yeah. that are, and I don't know if they had them when the show aired but like if there's like if it's, if it's actually like a usb stick yeah that's oh, um i don't think they got that fancy till later like the tech yeah what well, year was like this making us 2004? 2004 yeah making usb sticks like 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 as like let look like stuff yeah because i remember i remember i had it i had a usb bracelet so it it was a bracelet that hooked around your arm and the two ends were the usb holder and the usb when was this uh when i went to college so oh, 09 2000 2000 yeah. uh yeah the usb flash drives in the united states in 2000 okay so but like that was my first one that didn't look like an actual usb stick and yeah. i just thought it was so cool because i could just wear it around my wrist and then just plug it in when i needed to but I don't remember them looking like characters until yeah after that more recently yeah yeah 
Oh, they were actually actually were invented like in the nineties, but they came here to the United States around in the two thousand. Okay. um, Any other initial any other thoughts with about Kate? I think she's screwing everything up. Being you know she's not picking her battles like Jack would literally do everything for anything for her. Yeah. She literally just had to say, hey, man, there's something important in that briefcase that I would like back. Exactly. So It's personally important to me. Like, can you just help me get it? And he would have been like, okay, I'll stab a guy again for you. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, so, like, what I... Okay, so basically I'm not a big fan of Kate's episodes because so far, like, especially what we've seen so far because they seem to stall whatever overall plot is happening in the previous episodes. Yeah. So, I know I've said it before, but this is what I hated, and I think a lot of people had a big problem with when the show initially aired. Getting an episode before this with, like, the one with Claire getting kidnapped, and then Lock and Boom finding something in the jungle. So then you go into this one thinking, hell yeah, it's going to get good. Like, this one's going to be good. But then are, like, treated with the filler episode, basically, which is, I'd say this is more that than anything else. Right. I. I mean, let's think of it objectively. Like, what exactly furthered in on the island? They they found out that Nothing. the translation um, was a they song. Did, they, no, it was it was and character stuff. So the like, island? it was Charlie, kind of like sad, but yeah, character but stuff for the island. Oh no, yeah, no, nothing, nothing. happens. Yeah. Literally yeah. nothing. Yeah. Like, there's nothing about this episode that. It's true because they don't even translate what what the exactly. Yeah. So there's nothing about this episode that has a redeeming quality to move it up on the list. Yeah. Like some of the other boring flashbacks still had something happen on the island. Yeah. To where you know. Yeah, it's it like it wasn't, but there's that was definitely the reason that this episode was the highest rated of the season. I'd say because I think people were expecting the momentum from the last one to carry over, which it didn't. Yeah. And I think that I could see that being you know a. Well, everybody's watching now. We have to get this plot out for Kate at some point. Yeah, true. We should put it in here right after this, in between this. So, you know, cause if they, because they will watch if, further. They'll watch further. If we give away all the plot right now, then nobody's going to be interested in this later. So just kind of stick it in there and... You know, we got to do it, so let's just do it. Um, And then, like I said earlier, this episode is probably a good example of why I'm not a big fan of Kate. But, like, honestly, by the end of it, I wasn't as annoyed by the character as I thought I was going to be. Like, I don't honestly don't know, don't like the way she tries to manipulate people, like we were saying, because she does a piss poor job of it. Yeah. And usually gets called out on it or caught for, like, whatever she's doing. But even though I said this episode was a a filler episode, it did help flesh out the character a little bit especially when we do eventually get more information about exactly like what exactly she did like why she's in like why she was a fugitive and what the deal is with that toy airplane i just would really like to meet somebody that watched this and actually felt bad for her i I mean it it does okay so it makes me curious if watching this time like through will change my overall opinion to kate because i'm not sure like it's I've I've read the, from the interviews I've read that Evangeline Lilly did she had complaints with the way the writers took the direction of the character as like for further the later seasons yeah. and is she basically said that they they turned the character this isn't really ruining anything but they turned the character into her fighting over like her trying to choose between Jack and Sawyer mm-hmm. 
so that's basically what she said, like how they took the character, but uh, what she didn't like, which, well, yeah, see, eventually. yeah, well, I can see that because it's just you know, yeah, it sucks. Who wants to be the character that fights over a man, especially when she yeah, tries exactly. to be so strong? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, well, especially when that's how your character starts out, that yeah. would suck if, if that's the way they took it. Yeah, because yeah. they they couldn't think of exactly what to do with the character anymore. Yeah, but okay. So I like I, I do got to say like I get why she didn't tell Sawyer what was in the case because I doubt he would have believed her when she said the airplane, and I definitely think it would have been harder to get it from him if she would have told him there were guns in there. Well, for sure. Yeah, she could have been like, "Listen, I got I got a, something that means something to me. There's some guns. Keep the guns. I don't care. Next time someone tries to beat you up, <laughs> then you're packing. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot him. But then I was also thinking when I found out there was guns, he really should have stopped throwing that case around. Yeah. Well, they're, pro- <laughs> well, they're probably not loaded, loaded, but yeah. But yeah. But there's, I don't know. she said there's ammunition in there. Yeah. I I just felt like we, from what we know about Sawyer so far, if she would have been real with him and been like, hey, there's something important in the case personally to me. You wouldn't have asked her like how Jack did. Yeah. No. Yeah. But she could have. Obviously, blackmail works for him or stuff like that or deals to be like, hey, I just want this one thing out of the case. There's this, this, and this in the case. That's all yours. There's money in the case. There's guns in the yeah. case. All these things that are important to you are in that case. The case itself, you can keep that. Um, But, like, I just want this one little thing out of it that, like, literally has no monetary yeah. value to anybody but me. Yeah, she, she – yeah. Well, which is another th- – like, my next point was – like, I'm not sure why she just, like what you said before, I'm not sure why she just wasn't up front with Jack. Like, there's no way he would have cared about that toy. Yeah. He, especially yeah. if she wasn't hiding it from the beginning, I think he would have, Yeah. It's, it's like, he would have been a little more, like, accepting with, it's just personal to me, instead of just pushing her about it, because she kept on lying and kept on lying. Well, she, yeah. she not only just kept on lying, she, she knew what she was asking him when she <clears> asked him to exhume that body. Like... Yeah. That was another personal line she crossed with him. She she made him help her dig up a body that, that he had she buried. W- that, she, that he was already pissed. That he was already pissed about with her. Yeah. And then lied to his face after about not finding the key. Like, she all she had to do was say, yep, I got it, thanks. And, like, move on. She still tried to cut him out of the deal. The whole time, like she didn't. Oh, yeah, I don't think it was her seeing trying to cut him out of the deal. It was just her just. She's trying to cut him out of the deal. He said, "If we get the key, we'll open it together." Yeah, she caught him out of the deal basically I, with I, hiding the key from him, and was like, "I'll get the case on my own and open it myself without you." Yeah, by hiding but the key. I from feel him. like she still would have given. Like, do you think that she would have if if she would have got away with that? She would she have given him the briefcase full I of think, guns yeah, afterwards? She would have still given him the briefcase. She just she. That still would have upset him. I just though. don't think that she wanted him to see what she was trying to get. Well, who does? Like, obviously, like, I, anybody that sees what she wanted would have been like, oh, really? All of this for that? Like, that's how I felt. Like, the first time I watched this. I think if she had gotten away with it, based on the person she seems to be, with constantly lying and not knowing how to lie properly, yeah. <laughs> that she would have opened it, got what she wanted, and... Tossed it into the ocean, in the lake, and buried it because she couldn't say, I opened this and here are the guns. Yeah, I, I think, I don't think she would, she would have got rid of the guns just because they kind of, seems like they're, they kind of need the guns or because hid, of, hidden them they're getting somewhere. kidnapped especially. Yeah. 
I think, yeah, she probably would have buried him somewhere, maybe, but... And yeah, and then eventually been oh, like, oh, well, I, I have guns. Came across. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, look. Okay, so moving on to Sawyer, which who I definitely think they're doing a better job of making him a little less rough around the edges and a little more likable. Like, even though he makes, like, sex jokes, I'll, like... <laughs> <laughs> he, I like that he had enough, you know, thought to protect Kate because she was stupid going through the jungle, like... There is a lunatic on the loose. Nobody, man or woman, should be alone. Everybody should be going in pairs, at least. Yeah, and Sawyer sure. was, you know, conscious enough of that to protect her or want to protect her from that. Whatever his reasoning was. He just wants to get in good with her or whatever. I don't know. But a little bit of calming B, I think. I as <laughs> What? As someone that's taking down the pout count, um, I was fully on expecting this episode to have a max amount of count because it's a Kate episode. And then I was surprised that it actually had a smaller amount. And I think it was because the majority of the interactions with Sawyer do make her laugh or smile in some way yeah. throughout the whole episode. I really didn't get a pout count till the end when she starts interacting with Jack. She likes those bad boys. Yeah, <laughs> which makes kind of kind of makes sense because Jack's way more like serious than Sawyer. Correct, is. and he immediately called her on her shit. Whereas yeah. Sawyer was flirting with her; she's having fun playing around in the water with him. Yeah, they have you yeah. know kind of little banter back and forth. She threw a rock at him; she thought it was funny. <laughs> she steals his case; that was kind of funny actually. For she, me, doesn't take, she doesn't take him she seriously. Does, she she just doesn't take him seriously and was just you know pretty much laughing and she didn't even try to look vulnerable enough to pout around him or anything she just constantly like he flirts with her she flirted back like yeah honestly i wonder if she feels like jack is this doctor more respectable person and sawyer is this bad boy and she's a bad girl and she doesn't have to pretend as much with him as she does with yeah jack i think that's part of it i think that's part of it yeah for sure i liked how Sawyer's just such a curious person and he just needs to know, like, what's in the box? Like, <laughs> he has to, like, know exactly what's going on in the briefcase. He does not care. I just thought he was just like, physics my ass, I'll figure it out. Like, yeah. <laughs> I liked how everybody was laughing at him, too, and knew that, like, what kind of case it was and everything. I'm like, how do these With, people know? Uh, Michael and Hurley. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so as far as as Jack, do you think that he actually would have stopped giving Sawyer his medication? No. Uh, I was going to say no, but after him agreeing to torture, like, to tor- torture Sawyer, I think he would have. I think maybe for a couple days. Well, I also think that, like, once Sawyer noticed any sign of the symptoms that Jack mentioned, that he would have given him the case. Like, the first sign that, that Jack yeah. mentioned. Cause, but I honestly think that he would have stopped. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But yeah. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Pretty much. He okay. wouldn't have. Uh, first sign of symptoms. Yeah. The first sign yeah. like uh, that of like the symptoms he would have given him the case just because he was so sp- specific about the symptoms. Yeah. But uh, he definitely seems like he's getting fed up with Kate's shit though. Yes. Oh, for sure. He's definitely disillusioned by her. Um, I felt this was the first episode where he's a little cooler to everybody. Like, he's 
he's been on a hero high this whole time and it's been a couple weeks in and now he's dealt with shit with his dad and he's just kind of like, you know what? (sighs) We all got problems. My main problem right now is making sure everybody's good and maybe finding Claire. But like at this point, if y'all aren't dying, leave me the fuck alone. Like he just seems kind of like he's like, I'm out. Yeah, he's just trying to survive the island. He's planning out his future. We're going to be on this island for a long time. Food, water, doctor, that's it. And then last, Charlie. Poor Charlie. That's all I have written down. (laughs) I mean, I thought that was really nice of Rose to take him under her wing and kind of help him out. Especially because, really, honestly, who better to do it? Like, there really wasn't a better character to have done that for him. Yeah, true. Just lost someone. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, they're coming from the same place emotionally. She literally was just feeling exactly the same way he was. Last week, two weeks ago, however many weeks it was on the island since we last saw them. But I am more the type of person to not sit around moping. Like, if somebody's lost, I'm going to get up and I'm going to find them. I'm going to do whatever I can. Like, he's not being productive. And I just, and I guess from, you know, previous loss, like, I, I have kids, so I get up and I do what I need to do to take care of my kids so i don't get the moping i i get it but i don't get it as well like you're not being productive you're not helping claire anything you think she's still alive why if you're really that upset about her why aren't you out in the jungle searching for her because he got strung up last time (laughs) that that's my only like i wouldn't go out there by myself either if i was him and then but he i i think he is like you're saying moping i think he would have to find someone else to go with him at least Yeah, I think he honestly doesn't know how to further the search. Like, I don't think I don't. Obviously, obviously, none of them do. Which way they took her or yeah. anything? Because Jack kind of points out that none of them. Like, we don't like we're we want to look for Claire, but we don't know where to start. We don't know where to start. Yeah. But yeah, there's you're no not clues. going to do. You're never going to find her if you never start. Yeah, but they also think they probably also think that Boone and Locke are out there. Looking for, yeah. like, because they go out every day and they tell people they that they're just, going. You know, do little reward scratch posters and post them on all the trees <laughs> around the. Do a picture of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Draw a picture of her. Post them up around the just uptown like, part of just the like beach. A, a stick figure with a big over, stomach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Down over <laughs> by the caves. Oh, okay. And have then, you seen Pretty Pregnant Girl? Because that's apparently what they keep calling her if they don't know her name. <laughs> my my uh, other. I'd like any other thoughts, my the only thing I had was that Sun definitely heard him, and that I'm looking forward to getting back to Lock and Boone in the next episode. Yes, I definitely wanted more of whatever's going on in the island, and not just character-wise. Um, and of, yeah, with Sun, I was like, these people are stupid. How do they not? She said, she said this, and he was like headache, and she was like, yeah, well. She, he said headache and she was yeah. said yes. Yeah. So I, uh, it's like, you guys are dumb. She understands you. Yeah. Obviously. And what, how do you not think she doesn't or some, something, yeah. you know? 100%. Yeah. I agree. Uh, any other thoughts before we move on? I was thinking I was going to make us, I don't know what I should, I guess, I don't know what kind of glass. It's just a regular glass. But I want to buy etching stuff and make us glasses. 
Well, that would be fun. But every time I go to a, anytime I look for it, it's sold out. I should oh. just buy it online. Like the cream that you, the etching cream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I was telling Erica, which I think I might have mentioned on this. I don't remember. Come Halloween time, though. Gotta dress up. Dress up for what? Oh. For, as a character. Oh, yeah, from as Lost? a lost character. Okay, we can do that. Because I'll just, I'll just shave my head and be Mexican lock, L lock. Oh my gosh. I was thinking, I was like, I, there's a pillow around here somewhere. Or, or I'll, I'll be Claire. Oh, I could be, I could totally be Charlie. I could like <laughs> paint my nails black, put some tape. Put some tape. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh, this could be fun. He's got like that neck choker thing too. Ooh. <laughs> Punk rock. Oh, I'm going to make my own little Pinterest on this. This is going to be great. <laughs> I don't know who I would be. I still have a bunch of punk rock stuff around here. I could do it. I guess we'll have to see like what other characters come along before October. Uh, so we should be, what, 32 weeks? So at the beginning of season three? Yeah. I mean, judging by how many people said second season was their favorite and their character isn't even on the show yet. Yeah. I'm curious to see... How many characters you're going to meet that you're going to change your mind between now and then. Okay, so before we get to the trivia, let's take a look at the teaser for next week. Yeah. Yeah? Next Wednesday. Stay away from my sister. What if I don't? What do you think his story is? Locke, guy's a freak of nature. Highly disturbed. We found something. We're going to have to tell them. You sure you've thought through the ramifications? Yes. So be it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, alien robots are back! Next Wednesday, 8, 7 central, only on AB. I think okay. this is the last of the episodes we've seen, right? Uh, I think there's one more after this. Cause did you watch the last, the lo- the Walt one, right? Was the last one you saw? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay, so there's two more left. But man, that one is uh, pretty accurate. <laughs> like, yeah, actually. Like, surprisingly, like, not, not too bad as far as uh, what they're showing. Because it was like, oh. I mean... But man, Pence is gonna get all Damon on Saeed, huh? Uh, he's all. I feel like he's all talking no bike bark in this uh, show. Damon would have already snapped his neck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's nothing like Damon. Like no regrets. Just yeah, right. yeah. He would have been just over it in a heartbeat. Yeah. He, yeah. You know, this guy like the worst he's gonna do is stab him with a pin. Like <laughs> the neck. Yeah. Yeah. Go for the neck. Give him a dirty look and yeah, scowl yeah, yeah. at him from the bushes. Yeah. Like a creep. Right. That's it. Okay, so uh, I would say predictions going. We gotta start doing predictions once we get two more episodes past that, or uh, the, after this next two episodes. But you kind of remember what's gonna happen to the, the next one, right? No, well, kind. I I remember. I know the character. What happens with the characters? The flashbacks. Okay. Wait, what's but, the next episode called? Oh, uh, we'll get. Uh, do we'll get to that. Farm? Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. 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 Let's do the the. Let me do the trivia real fast, and then we'll get to the drinks. Okay. But, like I said, this was it was the highest rated episode of the season, and it was actually the only episode to score the highest rating of the season without being the season premiere. Bam. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and then according to Lostpedia, the behind-the-scenes reason for the unusual tides thing at the beginning, where like the water's running up, that are about to submerge the fuselage, was the that the actual seasonal tides of the North Shore, where they shoot in Oahu, would have eventually flooded the shooting site for real. Uh... Thereby, it says thereby submerging the fuselage set and causing an ecological disaster. So, therefore, an in-story reason had to be found for the survivors moving their camp to a different location. 
So that was like the logistical reason they just for that. had to move because they were not going to be able to film there anymore. Yeah. So then it says the underwater the underwater scenes were filmed in L.A. instead of the actual lake because the lake was so murky and the would get whenever they got in there like sifty or whatever this mm-hmm. like would rise up. Woo, okay, I'm so almost done with a, my champagne. In <laughs> <laughs> a little uh, and then in a little behind the scenes thing for the episode, which are called Lost in Locations, they're on the DVDs. But the showrunner Damon Lindelof said the main thing behind this episode is to remind the viewers. Uh, what Kate is capable of, and I was trying to start, like, I was starting to, like, transcribe what he says, but then, like, it's, I didn't, I, it was near the end of the episode, and, it's like, ne- easier to play it. It's easier to play it, yes, thank you. God, he's so loud. <laughs> can you hear him chewing? Yes, I can. <laughs> uh, let's just start right, right. There, yeah. Yeah, start right here, okay. Kate is a fugitive, you know, here's this person that we've sort of, like, been watching now for 12 hours and we've kind of grown to love and grow affectionate with and by the way we just wanted to remind you that she's a fugitive she is not all those things like she is actually capable of being violent and methodical and duplicitous and in fact in many ways she's actually a lot worse than Sawyer when she's got her mind set on something she's gonna do whatever she has to in order to achieve it the key to the box but yeah it's basically him saying like them trying to like show that Kate's you know so yeah so the only thing I don't agree with is this character that you've started to feel for and connect to and no yeah (laughs) okay Uh, but I think they did do a good job of like like presenting the fact that she's like what he said like she's this type of person she's not this type of person anyway uh in a vox article i found the same guy damon lindloff who was talking he says that they were always trying to write her as not like not specifically trying not to write her as a damsel in distress or a character that needs men to survive and they were also as a character who doesn't want to get off the island Mm-hmm. Which for obvious reasons, and I, like I gotta say, the more I look into her episodes as we're doing it, and like I'm writing and like looking for stuff, and reading about what they're trying to do with their character, the less and less problem I have with the character. Which is I'm like, like I I still come kind of like, eh, but like at the end, I, like I felt kind of bad for her, like when she like gets all sad and stuff about the thing. I was like, oh, that that kind of sucks. But and I'm curious if like to see if my opinion will change by the going forward as far as like. But then I remember what Evangeline Lilly said, and I, they were basically like. She's she even she was like I don't like what they do with the character. I just feel like for this episode I don't feel bad for her because she brought this on herself. Mm. She went yeah. about it all wrong. The way she went about it, yeah. she brought it on herself. Yeah, true. She could have moped off in the distance by herself with her little airplane after getting help the proper way. Yeah. And instead, she does what she does and shuts everybody out and thinks she's Mrs. Fix It All by herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, it's like I don't I don't dislike the character as much as time as as usual, but anyway. Uh, so, okay, so that's that's all the trivia, and then we saw that next week next week's episode is about Boone. So any suggestions for the drink? Like I know we did Boone's Farm before, which I'm down for. Although I do like the drinks that fit with the name of the episode, but the episode's name is called Heart and Minds, and hearts hearts and minds. And nothing comes to mind as oh. far as hearts and minds. Are you trying to think of something? No. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I think that's good. Boone's Farm. I'm down with Boone's Farm, but if yeah. you guys 
have better drinks because I'm not literate in no, the. No, I'm 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 drinks. okay with it. Like just because it is Boone's Farm, so yeah, it's Boone's Farm, and it's a strawberry wine. It's pink, like it goes mm-hmm. well with the Hearts and Minds like, theme, I think. Okay, cool. Then on the nicknames, I wasn't I was naming them as they happened, but I wasn't counting. But then I, when like while we were setting stuff up, I finally did like a a count of it, and so. I got three freckles. Okay, so there was three freckles. There was two sweethearts actually. He calls it. He calls her that twice. Because I went through the transcript. I don't know. I can pull it up though. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. But there was one woman. And apparently you guys. There was a daddy and there was was a brother. So five, six, seven, eight. Aaron again. Aaron again. Okay. Sorry. The guesses for last week were uh, Vanessa had five, Eric had four, and then I had six. So all right. I knew there was one week there where there was a ton of them, and I could not remember. If, if we I wouldn't always have counted, go high, and I went low for this week because I'm like, <laughs> if we wouldn't have counted each time, like if we would have just counted the individual names, it would have been what five? No, I we have to count each time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then our guesses for next week, which the next episode is is Boone. And whose turn is to guess first? Uh, so it's gonna be you that guesses mm-hmm. first. I'm waffling between two or three. I can't remember if he's three, how much he's three, actually in the episode. I'm gonna go with two. So, okay, so if I go with one, that means you can either go with zero or above or three, right? If you go with one, wait, what did you say, Erica? Erica said, said two. two. You're one? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not I'm not decided yet. Like, I'm like, uh, so if, if I say one, it's either none or she goes above you and, and gets it, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with one. I'm going to go three. Three? I think I'm going to okay. automatically win this one. Okay. Uh, and then last up, uh, throw it on the master list. Well, okay. So as far as this one, I would say I would put it at eleven. I would yes. move Tabula Rosso down to twelve, yeah. and I would put this one in at eleven. I think Tab better, like the only than- worst episode than this episode would be her other episode. <laughs> like I'm sorry, but that's how I feel about this episode. I I probably agree. I yeah. <laughs> I think this episode left you, like, wanting to know, or most people wanting to know what Kate is really all about. Because it's like, I killed somebody, even though she probably didn't really kill anybody. And I'm a bank robber and I shot people. And But I, I think it's still obviously on the bad and we have some weird mysterious song that's been written over and over again yeah, by the french Finding lady Nemo. yeah i mean i do kind of want to know what that's all about i i think that there's obviously nothing in here that is put in here for no reason true so the i, I think the song probably means something somewhere mm-hmm. down the line whether it's I don't know. Nonsense or not to us at this point. Yeah. It means something to her and why she wrote it. Maybe it's a lullaby to Alex. So above that one? Yeah. But okay. Um, I think that's it. I, oh, then we're supposed to do the socials, which. On Facebook, y'all, everybody, uh, look it up, free watch. And then. And on IG, it's y'all, every pod. Yeah. Uh, or it, it, at, at y'all, every pod yeah. on Instagram. Uh-huh. And then Facebook is uh, Facebook backslash you. You can find us with you all every potty. Anything else at all? No. We'll see you next week. Cool. Bye. See ya. Do 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 do
Okay. I'm going to start singing with you guys one day. That's cool. 